Welcome to Lasting Truth, a radio ministry of Calvary Chapel, Sweet Hills in Banning, California, where Pastor Ryan Hussein teaches the entire Word of God, chapter by chapter, verse by verse, giving our listeners the opportunity of receiving the full counsel of God. In today's program, we are studying the book of First Chronicles, chapter 20. Here's Pastor Ryan. Like our, our, our idea of a like peaceful home, kids being subdued under us, uh, things working out at the workplace, things working out in our families, things working out in other places. God has the power to use all those things to chasten us. All of a sudden, things that were in line, we're subdued, we're working fine, but because I don't want to do what God wants me to do, all of that stuff's messed up all of a sudden. There's no subjection there's no peace there's no unity it's just messed up so it's best to just do what he says so that he keeps everything else in line right because a lot of people falsely they pray like lord oh help me with this align this oh my kids are crazy but god's like i've been asking you to do something for years and you don't do anything so your prayers that you want to be answered are going to bounce off the ceiling and hit you right back in the face that's anyways, that's how I see my relationship with God. Like, I may want things, but I know He wants things too. And if I take care of the things He wants, then I can really, by faith, assume or believe that He's going to work those things out. Amen. Now it happened, um, verse 4, afterward, uh, that war broke out at Gezar, uh, with the Philistines, at which time Shebekiah the Hishithite killed Sipiah, who was one of the sons of the giant, and they were subdued. One of the sons of the giant, um, perhaps Goliath. And again, there was war with the Philistines, second time. And Ilhanan, the son of Jair, killed uh, Lami, the brother of Goliath the Gittite the shaft of whose spear was like a weaver's beam. Yet again, there was war at Gath, where there was a man of great stature with 24 fingers and toes, six on each hand and six on each foot. And he also was born to the giant. So these are gnarly looking dudes, big guys, giants. So when he defiled Israel, Jonathan, the son of Shimea, David's brother, killed him. These were born to the giant in Gath, and they fell by the hand of David and by the hand of his servants. And in 2 Samuel, this happens later in David's life. And, um, you know, when it comes to the giant's, in the Bible, right? There's few more famous than Goliath. But we see here that these are David's servants who are killing giants as their king when he was a young boy had showed all of Israel that it can be done by the strength of God. And there's a reminder that your courage and your faith and mine is contagious. That other people see your strength, your faith, and your courage. 
in the light of problems, in the light of difficulties, in the life of all that the devil, this world, and, and the flesh throw at us, to still stand and praise the Lord and to be hopeful in God still, that is contagious. That is what's needed in the church today. Great faith, guys. And we must remember uh, that King David was just a wee boy when he showed all of Israel how it was to be done. It was 1 Samuel 17. David said, you come to me with the sword, with the spear, and with the javelin, but I come to you in the name of the Lord of hosts, the God of the armies of Israel, whom you have defiled. He did that as a young boy. It doesn't matter how big you are. It doesn't matter how imposing you are. It doesn't matter that I'm a boy and you're a, a seasoned warrior. It doesn't matter if the armies of Israel tremble at your feet, Goliath, because my God is bigger than you. And that is what's needed in the light of what's going on today in the world. Every single day. We need that kind of faith. So that you, you hear about, when we display that kind of faith in God, we, we, you hear about those you've been ministering to, those you've been discipling, those you've been encouraging. You see them have faith as well. It's contagious. And we need to cry out to God and seek Him daily for that kind of courage. It only stems from God. You look at all of Joshua's battles and all, and he won them all because he sought the Lord on his face and on his knees. And one time he lost, he, you don't read about him seeking the Lord. He went back and sought the Lord and then the Lord gave him victory. It all stems from the Lord. We serve a God who can calm storms. We serve a God who can destroy giants. We serve a God who's on the throne. That's our lineage. That's who you are. That's who I am. God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. My eyes haven't gotten better. And I'm not talking about reading. I'm talking about my eye condition since July 1st. You know, I still see things with a blue aura. I woke up one morning and, and that happened. And it hasn't gone away. They did MRIs, nothing. They checked my eyes, nothing. There's nothing. The neurologist said there's some things that people go through that they, we don't have answers for, and they're there, and we don't know why. That's what the neurologist said. There are, and, and one day you may wake up and it may be back to normal. But it hasn't. So I, haven't, I, I didn't know whether I would be able to preach still. My eyes are not, especially at night, they're bad. And no glasses can fix it, guys. You know, But I can still see you. The font on, on this is on, um, that's for glasses. But, the, you know, it's, it, what can I do? Nothing, I move on. Yeah. What can you do? You move on. Yeah. Things get hard. You have a disability. How many people are handicapped? How many people are, are, are hurting in, in, in physical ailments constantly? But yet they still love Jesus. They still come to church. They still push forward. They still are being used by God. It matters not. Paul the Apostle said, you would have given me your eyes. Because he had some thorn in the flesh that most believe are his eyes. So guys, I'm telling you, we press on. I got on a plane and went across country by the grace of God. With the enemy thinking, you're, just, you're not going to be able to do it. It's like, shh, you know. 
Exactly. Watch God work. Watch Him work. During the day I get so busy, and it, since the world is bright with the sun, I don't notice it as much. But when it gets dark, I notice it more. So, But it's all good. Because in, Luke, in Hebrews 11, if we turn there, together, wake our fingers up. Again in um, verse uh, verse five, you know, faith is uh, substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Faith is our everything. It's the life source to a believer. It doesn't matter how we feel. It doesn't feelings are lies. It doesn't matter even disabilities. It doesn't matter. Even a physical storm didn't matter to the disciples because Jesus was with them. And stopped it, calmed it, walked all over that water. Jesus didn't sink. He's got so much power. you know. And to hold on to him when things are good and everything is working fine, that's one thing. But it is um, admirable to to, for someone who, you know, anyone who is going through an ailment and to keep doing it. In spite of what the devil says, in spite of what your flesh is saying, in spite of what your feelings are, in spite of what the world is saying, Amen. we go on. Because we live by faith, not by sight. The world may think it's all over. That we must live the way they tell us to live. No, 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 no. They ain't the boss of us. Jesus is. And he says to believe in him. Believe in him. Follow him. And you shall do greater works than these because he went to the Father and he sent down his spirit. And it's one thing if Jesus does all the works, but when he does it through weak vessels like us, he gets the glory. He gets the absolute glory. I could not believe what he did in me at that men's conference. I could not leave that room. There were so many men that the Holy Spirit spoke to and blessed. I could not leave, sight and all. But what do you think the devil's whispering to my heart? You're gonna fail. And no matter how much I study, no matter how much I prepare, there is that Especially at the beginning. I'm fighting off, I can do this, I can do this, because of my vision. I just share that with you because you're family. We're a family here. We're a family here. We're not just a church. So you know it. So if I, um, you see me doing stuff like that, just, you know, I'm not going to die. God gave me a, a, a verse when, before it all happened. He said, the sickness is not unto death, but for the glory of God that you might believe. That's the verse that he gave me. And I wrote it down, and I put it in my desk at home. And I don't know why I wrote it down, but three days later, I wake up, my eyes are like this. And there's nothing I can do. And there's nothing, I've, saw, I've seen all the doctors, you know. 
But I still we can still do it though. We can still do it. And people don't want to serve. And the Lord bless my house. Why? Why? You vacuum your house, you can't vacuum his house. You know? You make your bed, you can't do a little, you know? Or you watch your kids or your grandkids, but whose kids are those, really? Whose are they? They're his. I don't want to be on the other side of that conversation with Jesus, telling him I just didn't feel like it. It wasn't my season. It's not spring. <laughs> you know what faith says? I may not understand it all, Lord, but I understand one thing. You want us to serve because my pastor keeps telling me. And you know what it's like? You know, we get everything else, right? You're going to get another tax exemption or another tax check in the mail. What account is it going to go in? You know what? You understand what he says. He says to serve. It's not rocket science. And not everyone has to break rocks with a hammer. It's easy. It's really chill. But, you know, it's good to go for the hard stuff sometimes. You know, that's where the... The best fruit is right out on the limb, something that you're not used to. But we need to have faith. And here in in Hebrews 11, um, it says in verse uh, uh, five, by faith Enoch was taken away, so that he did not see death, and was not found because God had taken him. For before he was taken, he had this testimony that he pleased God. If you think about Enoch, he was raptured, right? He was raptured, right? He was snatched up out of the... Out, he did not die. All right? He got, a, he got a plane ticket by the Lord. Right? But he had this testimony before he was taken. He pleased God. And I, that's all I'm trying to do as a pastor. You know, all these seeker-friendly churches, they want to have like visions, vision casters, vision... I just, we just want disciples. We just want people to, to, to obey the Lord so that when he takes us, we can have a testimony at Sweet Hills that they please the Lord. But without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he who comes to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. By faith, Noah, being divinely warned of things not yet seen, moved with godly fear, prepared an ark for the saving of his household by which he condemned the world and became heir of the righteousness which is according to faith. I mean, Noah got, got to work without seeing a drop of rain. There was no flood when he started building. God said this will happen. I'm believing it's going to happen, so let me get busy. God said there's a rapture coming. Amen. He said it was going to come. So what are we waiting for? Shouldn't we, like Noah, be ready? Amen. Get busy? And how many people said he was crazy? Probably a lot. By faith, Abraham obeyed when he was called to go out to the place which he would receive as an inheritance. And he went out, not knowing where he was going. Right? God just said, you know what? Bounce. No, I'm going to take you somewhere. 
And, and, and Abraham went by faith. He dwelt in the land of promise as in a foreign country, dwelling in tents with Isaac and Jacob, the heirs with him of the same promise. So he went to a foreign land. I went to a foreign land the other side of the country. <laughs> I had dudes from Boston saying, ah, with their, you know, how does it, how does it translate? How does it? Well, Abraham, God took him by faith to a different place and people with funny accents and, you know, just, he went though. Dwelling in tents with Isaac and Jacob, the heirs of him of the same promise. For he waited for the city which has foundation, whose builder and maker is God. By faith, Sarah herself also received strength to conceive seed and she bore a child when she was past the age because she judged him faithful who had promised. Therefore from one man and him as good as dead were born as many as the stars of the sky in multitude, innumerable as the sand which is by the seashore. These all died in faith, not having received the promises, but having seen them afar off, were assured of them, embraced them, and confessed that they were strangers and pilgrims on the earth. For those who say such things declare plainly that they seek a homeland. And truly, if they had called to mind that country uh, from which they had come out, they would have opportunity to return. But now they desire a better, that is, a heavenly country. Therefore, God is not ashamed to be called their God, for he has prepared a city for them. By faith, Abraham, when he was tested, offered up Isaac. And he who received the promises uh, offered up his only begotten son, of whom he said, In Isaac your seed shall be called. Concluding that God was able to raise him up, even from the dead, from which he also received him in a figurative sense. By faith Isaac blessed Jacob and Esau concerning things to come. By faith Jacob, when he was dying, blessed each of the sons of Joseph and worshipped, leaning on the top of his staff. By faith Joseph, when he was dying, made mention of the departure of the children of Israel and gave instructions concerning his bones. By faith Moses, when he was born, was hidden three months by his parents because they saw he was a beautiful child and they were not afraid of the king's command. By faith Moses they were not afraid of the king's command by faith Moses when he became of age refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter choosing rather to suffer affliction with the people of God than to enjoy the passing pleasures of sin esteeming the reproach of Christ greater riches than the treasures in Egypt for he looked to the reward by faith he forsook Egypt, not fearing the wrath of the king, for he endured as seeing him who is invisible. By faith he kept the Passover and sprinkling of blood, lest he who destroyed the firstborn should touch them. By faith they passed through the Red Sea as by dry land, whereas the Egyptians attempting to do so were drowned. By faith the walls of Jericho fell down after they were encircled for seven days. By faith the harlot Rahab did not perish with those who did not believe when she had received the spies with peace. And what more shall I say? For the time would fail me to tell of Gideon and Barak and Samson and Jephthah, also of who? Of David and Samuel 
and the prophet who through faith subdued kingdoms, worked righteousness, obtained promises, stopped the mouths of lions, quenched the violence of fire, escaped the edge of the sword. Out of weakness were made strong, became valiant in battle, turned to fight the armies of the aliens. See all that? By faith. And it's all hardships. It's not like easy going in faith. It's all hard. It's all impossibilities. So why should we be shocked when we're weak? I'm not weaker because of my vision. I'm way more stronger. I can guarantee you that. So don't look with, at me with sad eyes or sad faces. I'm the most blessed man that I know. It just got to deal with it. It just that's it. It's cool. And if it wasn't for Paul the apostle, I'd feel I'd feel pretty bad. But he went before me to show show us all it can be done. We live at a time where everyone's making excuses. Everyone's making excuses to do the Christian thing. And it just it doesn't pan out biblically. It just doesn't. There's no way around it. All right. By faith, they all kept going to church. And <laughs> by faith in chapter 13. You know what I mean? Like if you add the chapter of you and I, it's like by faith, they, they did not listen to the order of the king. Mm. We just read that. Hello. We keep moving. We're going to be fine. And that way he gets the glory. My grandpa, as a kid, he was blind. And he's the only man that loved me as a little boy. And I'm not blind, and I'm not going to go blind. It's just, I think back about how, bad, how tough it must have been for him. And you don't realize it. You know, as a Christian, it's like, I love the night. I always prayed in the night. And I look up and it's, 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 I can, but I have to work through my vision issues. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for your love, your grace, and your mercy. Thank you so much for this family. Thank you for our sweet church, Sweet Hills. We are amazed at what you've done. We are amazed at what you're doing. This is your bride. Help us to be holy like you. Help us to stay clear of sin. Bless the marriages of our church. Help us to take our responsibilities that you've placed in our hands serious. To not give them to someone else to do. Help us to get our homes right with you for your coming. And you come to dinner every night at our homes. We thank you for our food and and you're with us there. So help us to keep our homes tidy for you. For the king dines with us every night. And one day we'll be eating with you. But you said we'd, we're going to face some hardships. But that's okay because you go with us. And we'll overcome them because you have overcome the world. So bless your church. And really quick, while heads are down, if you're here tonight and you haven't given Jesus your heart, and you want to repent right now of your sins, I'm going to ask you to stand to your feet so I can lead you in a prayer. If you're here, and you need to do that. Please stand. Is there anybody else?
Pray this with me. Father God, forgive me for my sins. I've sinned against you. I turned my back on you and did my own thing. But I'm done, Lord. I want to live for you from this moment on. I believe that Jesus died on the cross for my sins. And on the third day you raised him from the dead. I believe in him. His death was for my sins. His resurrection was for my justification. Cleanse me by the blood. Forgive me of all my sins. And fill me with your Holy Spirit. And help me to live for you from this day on. In Jesus' name I do pray. Amen. Please stand. Thank you for joining us today at Lasting Truth Radio. If you're in the area, come on out and join us for Sunday services. We now have two services on Sunday, one at 8.30 a.m. and again at 10.30 a.m. or Wednesday evening at 7 p.m. We are located at 3035 West Nicollet Street in Banning, California. You can also find us on YouTube or Instagram. If you would like to donate to our program, please do so on our website at ccsweethills.org and hit the online giving tab. We hope you will continue to tune in as we journey through the entire Word of God with the teaching of Pastor Ryan Hussein at Calvary Chapel Sweet Hills.